Blog Talk Radio. There's that epic music again. It gets me every time. Hey, wow. everybody out there. <laughs> I don't take words like that's really epic. Uh, hey, everyone. Welcome to All About Acting Podcast. I'm your host, Laura Jean, and your co-host, Jonathan Moody, is here. Also on our show tonight, we have Tamor Ghazi. He's been on multiple crazy um, fun shows like NCSI. Um, uh, there's a couple other things. I'm going to let him talk to you all about that. And um, also my friend Colton Wheeler is going to call in. He's an amazing actor in the horror industry and making his way through as well. Um, Tamor, what's up? How are you? Just chilling out here in uh, sunny Los Angeles, um, enjoying my days and nights, and um, I'm doing good. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Jonathan, how are you today? I'm doing great. And uh, we do have Colton on the line. Let's bring him on real quick. Um, oh, perfect. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm, I'm in Los Angeles, too, but it wasn't so sunny today. Right. Or, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, or I was thinking maybe it was my depression just, like, overwhelming. I just thought it was, like, cloudy. But, no, I'm kidding. I'm not saying uh, you, you say sunny Los Angeles, and everybody just thinks that you have one day or two day of rain, and nobody nobody even box at it. So I just I just go with sunny Los Angeles no matter what. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a good that's a good adjective. I like it. I just I, like I sometimes I just feel it. like with all the smog, it's never really sunny anyway, unless you're in Santa Monica, and then like okay, yeah, it's sunny. But otherwise, yeah, you're just Monica, stuck in the smog. Santa Monica, you gotta. <laughs> With Santa Monica, the weather's cool, but you got to put up with the hippies. And I'm just like, uh, 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 yeah. Well, on the east side, you got to put up with the hipsters, and that's not much better. So it, it, it's like, you know, dude, we're surrounded. Like we're 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 in a very bad place in our lives. Right. Uh, we're at, yeah, we're well. at war. We're at war with hippies and hipsters right now, man. It's terrible. <laughs> It was actually really cold. I'm currently in San Francisco, which is actually where Tamor, I believe you were born, right? It was San yeah, born and, born and raised in San Francisco. I moved, out, right. I moved down to Los Angeles about 18 years ago. Oh, wow. Nice. Yeah. So Los Angeles is like your home now. And Colin Wheeler um, wasn't far from the Bay Area either. He's from Monterey. No, oh, no. Awesome. Yeah, I was, in, I was in Monterey. I spent a lot of time in San Francisco. Uh, that's where I first started my career. I've never been to, to California at all, so I feel like left out. Like I'm like left out, Jonathan. <laughs> like I'm the only person who's never been there in the show right now. You know, you're you're not missing out much, man. Just uh, listen to a couple Red Hot Chili Pepper songs. Um, yeah, so, uh, I think you're good. I think you're good. <laughs> Get yourself a convertible and drive on a sunny day, and there you go. That's California. Yeah, there you go. Right there. <laughs> yeah. Just fend off the hippies and the hipsters. Uh, yeah. They, they, they are abusive and they attack. Uh, <laughs> they deserve their own versus movie. Like the, 
hippies versus hipsters movie, you know, I would see that. Like versus. Uh, or or a video game that would be very cool to be interactive. Oh. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know how much of a draw a movie a movie would get because I mean like especially anybody in California is over them so I I wouldn't go see a movie about them. If they were being mangled universe. and attacked, you might be like, hey, let's check this out, right? Right, Maybe. right, yeah. <laughs> so, I dude, I heard a couple of hipsters current. get tore up. What's, what's that? Go ahead. I'm sorry. I hate talking over people. I suck. <laughs> yeah, this, oh I was a God. bad person to ask to be on this. You know, uh, no, no, this is why this is why you need to be on the show. But I will say, as far as the hipsters versus what, what are they? What are hippies. those people? Hippies. 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 Oh, yeah. See, I already forgot who they were. We've been fighting them <laughs> since the seventies, man. <laughs> I feel like nowadays with the universe and everything going on, they'll take it too personally and it wouldn't be made at all. They would just be like, ah, you can't make fun of us. People take things too personally yeah, now. Mean, it, and not only that, everybody, right. everybody in a, yeah, you can't make fun of anybody and everybody in LA is like an actor. So you walk up, you walk up on like some grungy hippie drug addict that looks like, that looks like he has a needle hanging out of his arm and he's actually a regular on a show. And you're like, what? Wait a Second. Yeah, he's like here. Exactly. He's like exactly. actually this is my style, douchebag. Leave me alone. Right. Like it's right. yeah, it's awful. Yeah, 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 don't come to LA. What was your what was your name, George? Don't come to LA. It's awful. John Jonathan. Uh, <laughs> Jonathan, Jonathan. I'm terrible at names, dude. You gotta tell me like ten times. It's okay. Is it Lauren? Oh, Lauren Lauren it's bo- Lauren. And so, oh no! Lauren, Remember, it's Victoria. <laughs> I just met you like Victoria. last week. Victoria. Yeah, uh, Tinder, right? Yeah. Tinder. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, I don't think this is the most proper way to do like a first first date thing, but uh, I mean, it's, it's original. You know, I like it. I yeah. like it. I'm like yeah. you already. Know, it's me and three other guys. I could. I couldn't be. <laughs> Victoria is so happy right now. I I don't think I've ever heard a woman say they need more guys. But I'm not opposed to this. Like I think it's fine. <laughs> this is gonna spin out of control real quick. This is gonna totally spin out of control. Um, uh, before we spin way out of control, let's go. Let's get to serious. Let me be serious, Lara, for a minute. Ugh, I know. But let's um, Tamor, Tamor yes. Gazi, or just say Tay Gazi. Um, That'll do. That's such a tell, dope tell name, him. by the way. Like it needs to be like a car. Like like I'm driving a Tamor Gazi and you sound like you're a fucking all star. Like Like, it's definitely a name you wouldn't find on Tinder. Tinder. You'll be on Tinder if you come across a Tay Gazi you're like, This is fake. I think this guy is selling his car. (laughs) Well I saw his picture. He's handsome as shit too, so it it works. Oh man. (laughs) Well, the way you enough, said ironically, yeah, you're I, selling your yeah. car. <laughs> no, I, 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 after so I'm I'm half Persian, and after 9/11, the guy, uh, you know, the Taliban came on on the TV and claimed the the terrorist attacks and all this, and the guy's last name was Ghazi, and I was like, holy shit, 
Like, oh, no. So I'm like, dude, I've got to change my name. I got, I, there's no way. And I was like kind of just, just beginning. Um, this was 2001. So I was like, you know, like just fresh down in L.A. It was like down in L.A. one year. And I'm like thinking I got to change my name. So I came up with all these ideas. But you know what? At the end of the day, I was like, I actually made headshots. And my middle name is Sean. And I was like, I'm going to just go with Tamor Sean. And I put on my headshots, <laughs> Tamor Sean. And I was like, dude, I cannot do it. I, it was over before I even sent one headshot out. I was like, done. So I just, yeah. you know, I'm going to. You know what's really fucked up about that is like, like your original name sounds fucking dope. Like Tamor Gazi sounds like, like a fucking Italian mafia dude. But then you change, right. change it to Tamor Sean. It's like, hey, fucker, you made up your name now, didn't you? Like, it sounds yeah, like the whole totally, thing totally is made up made at that up. point. Yeah, it's just yeah, absolutely like a, made up. And I was like, like, like I, it, it looked awful on my picture. Like, like, I was like, dude, this just doesn't work. I can't do it. My dad, of course, is like, no, you got to do it. These guys are going to come, you know, like they're never going to hire you. And this, and I'm like, dad, you don't know how it works. Oh, wow. I, was like, I feel like I would hire the guy that was related to that dude. I'm like, yeah, this is tight. No, I mean, that was an awful yeah. situation. I mean, like, it'd be kind of interesting, like publicity-wise. I'm digging myself right. a hole right I mean, now. It, I'm sorry. It's obviously since <laughs> um, mellowed out, you know. I mean, and I don't really look all that uh, Persian, so. No, you fine. don't. I was going to say, you you are a very no. handsome man. Very Why, handsome. Why, thank you. But I, I would say that, like, if I if I didn't, like, talk to you now, if somebody told me their name was Tamor Sean, that guy's the hipster that lives in Silver Lake for sure. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah. Like, yeah, like, like I wouldn't say because I look like looking at your photo, I would I would go yeah, not Persian. I would definitely do like Italian or or I would yeah. say like a like a like English and a French Englishman with a little Italian. You know, yeah, like I mean, you could you like could pass Italian. for anything. Yeah, and I mean, I I I've never I sometimes because of the name go out for like Middle Eastern roles. Never book them ever because I'm going in there and all these like serious Actual. Arabic Persian dudes are are like dark and like long beards and I'm like dude I, I'm walking into the audition room I'm like I, there's no way in hell unless they want somebody a little ambiguous and I'll come in with the accent and do the whole shtick but I just yeah. know like it's like dude I if I were casting the show I wouldn't cast me <laughs> yeah yeah exactly. <laughs> You're like I'm just yeah, I'm just coming here for the for the coffee outside. I'm just, you know, <laughs> I got my free coffee. I'm gonna go. <laughs> yeah, I I used to go out for a lot of Arab rolls too. Uh, it didn't work out. <laughs> it did work like out never. for you. But look, have you ever been in that situation where you're like sitting in one of the rooms and like you look at everybody else and like, yeah, I'm not I'm not at all what you're looking for. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm no yeah. longer. <laughs> I'm no longer a six foot four black man. Uh, I changed my. Uh, well, I'm, you know I'm very what's interesting is also when the casting people um, change their minds like midway through, probably calling you guys in. Because I know with with me, I had a situation where I got called in. It was like, "You're great. You're awesome. Come in. You you have the right look. Come in for you know to do a read." And I get go for my read, and it's all blondes and me. 
And I'm like, mm, did someone have a change of heart, like, midway through calling people? Like, you know, it's like, I don't know what happened, you know. Because when I get there, I'm like, mm, I don't know if I am right now. Like, you, you psych yourself out because you're like, you see people that are completely different than you. But you're like, well, they said I had a right look. But everyone else is here reading for the same part, and they don't look like me at all. Right. Well, you know, there's something very, there's something extremely valuable um, of what you're saying, and it's this, especially with television shows, which I go out for a lot. If I go into the room and I just, and I know, like, I see all these guys, and I'm like, this is just not the right role. I know, but I, if you go in and nail it, even if you're not good for that role, especially for shows. They'll they'll think about other roles or other episodes, so you get on their radar. So it's not it's not like it's not a it's not a, a you know a total failure. Yeah. Yeah. No, I've, right. I've had a couple of situations where I like uh, I go back to the callback audition, and it's a complete different role that they've requested me for. And I'm yeah. like, ah, this wasn't what I read for, and I psych myself out, and then I suck. No, I'm kidding. Uh, but. Uh, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're auditioning for the opportunity, not not the role itself. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. mean, that's what exactly. I tell a lot of actors actors that like hit me up and they're like, "Hey, you know, what's what, what's? Give me some good advice." And I'm like, "Okay, well, whenever you get auditions, just go and fucking nail it, because it doesn't yeah. matter if you're going to get that role. You're actually selling yourself. You're not selling the character. You're not. You are. You're trying to get that role, but it really comes down to like trying to build a relationship with these casting directors. So now for me, I'm in down here 18 years and I go into these rooms and it's like, Hey, Risa, I mean, I'm, I'm on first name basis with these casting directors. It's not like nerves, nerves are not getting me. It's just like, it's, we're shooting the shit. We're talking about the weather. We're talking about the fires. We're da, 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 da. And then you bust into the, into the thing. So it's, you're really building relationships with these casting directors so that they start, asking your manager or your agent for you to come in without even being submitted. I mean, that's the goal. Yeah. Yeah. That's absolutely the goal. Um, And uh, continuing on with that, um, this is for um, both of you. We'll start with uh, Tamor since, you know, he called in first Colton. So first come first serve. I know. I Um, I was working on uh, Arizona time. (laughs) (laughs) Shut up. Just shut up. (laughs) I'm trying to get to my main point. Okay, so tell us both of you, um, Tamor first, or both of you at the same time if you can figure it out. Um, What? (laughs) What we're going to say? All right, dude, one, two, three. Okay, this is for for our listeners because obviously it's all about acting. What was the one thing? That the that first role that hooked you that got you was saying okay this is it for me I want to do this I want to make this a thing, and you know and uh, do you still talk to those people today Was it a good experience blah 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 all those things, go. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, so yeah, I I uh, my answer is this. Well, I I have a it's a two parter. The first time okay. that it, like I I nailed I I really locked in that this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. I was actually modeling in Oakland, 
and they told me, and I, and I had never acted, but my best friend, whose name is Tony Nazem, he's a phenomenal actor, he uh, went to CalArts, and he was, like, redoing plays, and so he and I would, like, kind of read plays. So I go out in, into the middle of the street. They have the streets blocked off, and they're, like, and I'm modeling this, like, real big trench coat, and they're, like, all right, we need you to be angry. Go out in the middle of the street and be angry. And all these kids are watching me. And I'm like, okay, what am I going to do? So I decide I'm going to start reciting lines from Scarface, okay? So I go (laughs) out there and I completely lose my mind out there. Like 100% completely lose it. And they're like, okay, come back. I mean, this is still photography. This is not like a shoot. I mean, this is not like film. And I'm like, whoa. So I left that shoot and I call my buddy Tony and I'm like, dude, something happened to me. And he's like, that's exactly what I live for every day. So that's what hooked me. My first film was actually with somebody who Jonathan and I had our mutual friends with. His name is DJ Perry. And it was a movie called Tangy Guacamole. And the role was whatever. And and it was like fine and it wasn't really like a great the greatest acting experience for me but it's it plays into what you said about meeting people and still being friends so dj and i were in that movie that was literally in the year 2000 and i still to this day do movies with dj and because he goes and produces movies out of michigan now and i've done like probably eight movies with him. I just did a trilogy where I played the devil where he was a producer. So like it, it really, it really like, again, back to that casting thing, you build relationships and you do your best to try not to build, uh, burn bridges and you build these relationships. It's like, look at Quentin Tarantino. Look at, look at all these big directors. They all use the same people because they built relationships. Why are you going to branch off when you have it right there? You know, like they're your friend. Exactly. So there's something to be said about relationships being built on, on, on even projects that you're not fond of on even projects that you don't think your acting is great or the editing sucks or the movie turns out to be a shitty movie, whatever. It's like relationships are being built. <clears throat> Absolutely. Absolutely. I Talk love that. that. Well, uh, I got nothing to say, actually, at all. Uh, I shut up real quick. Um, no, uh, on on your last note that you made, uh, that that's something that, like, it actually barely took me about last year to really understand, like, the psychology behind that. And one of the largest ideas that I found with, like, being called into, like, a casting office over and over again, and actually, like, working with the same people again, and I'm sure Laura, like, understands this idea, too, it's like the main thing you're being like, the, the, the main thing it is is the job interview. And the way, if you put it in that term, you think about like if you have a business and you're sitting there and you're interviewing people for your job, 90% of the time you're going to hire the guy you want to hang out with rather than the guy that's probably better than the job, if that makes sense. And mm-hmm. it's, it's more so like going in with like your confident attitude, being comfortable with the role that you're doing. And uh, that applies to being on set, like you said, and making that, that relationship like stand out. And I think what a lot of it comes down to is whether or not you want to hang out with this guy again. And I feel like that's the same concept that you're going with where if you're on set, you, you are a wonderful person. You make a really great bond with anybody there, the director, the cinematographer, producer, so on and so forth. 
uh, that's such a long-lasting impression that, yeah, you'll be called in a million times for the same thing just because mm-hmm. of the idea that you want to just hang out with this guy over and over again. Right, and, and especially uh, when you're on location, it makes a 10,000 times difference because you're, like, in a hotel. You're, like, going to dinner with these people. Like, I grant, granted, you have to be, you know, good or at least semi-good to, like, get the role and continue to work and be presentable on camera. But when you're on location, you're, like, hanging out with these people. Like, this isn't just, oh, like, yeah. action cut and then you go home and you're, like, you know, in L.A., shooting film in L.A. or shooting television in L.A. is, is, is obviously a little bit different because you're not hanging out yeah. as much. But, boy, on location, it's, like, it's a big deal. Oh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. I, I, yeah. I think I would even argue that within L.A. it's the same concept, too, because that's why you see always the same people, like, booking the same co-stars or, like, the same guest stars over and over again is because it's uh, it, it's this formula of, like, again, like, I, I, I like to say, move yourself to, like, a business owner and think about interviewing for jobs. And that same mm-hmm. concept that you're talking about, like, we're on location or even, like, you're on set even in L.A., mm-hmm. it's the same idea of, like, I gotta, I gotta fucking hang out with this dude for two days. I'm not gonna hang out with yeah. this asshole. Great, great. He's like 100% the character I need. But this guy's like 90% the character I need, and he's a fucking great dude. We could talk about video games all day. I'm so down. Right. And it's, it's this. A lot of what like I'm trying to preach to like a lot of like people that have been reaching out to me, or even like myself, I'm trying to like focus on being better myself is just not pressuring yourself with impressing or not pressuring yourself with uh, just pressure in general and just being yourself. Because I know for myself, like I like I, a lot of people, I hope like hang out with me because I, I I'm genuine, I'm fun. And that is a niche that I'm trying to express that I think a lot of people can express if they put away the professionalism a tiny bit and let go a little bit. Well, you know, one of my coaches is uh, Risa Bramin-Garcia, and she's like a top casting director in L.A., and I've studied with her for the last couple of years. And, okay. you know, she says, and she says it best, she's like, you know, just, just be you. Like, yeah, if you're playing a character, play the character, but, like, I'm, I want to see you. Like, when people come into audition rooms to her and they're, like, super nervous, it's just like... It, they're not. She's not able to see who that person is. It'll. They'll never get cast. Like ner- That's why you know L.A. is such a such an interesting place because there's m- m- multiple million actors in here. Nobody really. There's like a s- small handful who are really good and who really know what they're doing and who go into an audition room and they're just like mellow. They're just. They go yeah. in. They're they're calm. They're collected. They're, you know, shooting the shit and like, hey, da-da-da. And then it's like, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Give me one second. Turn your back. Boom. Come back around, and now you're the character. And, I mean, if you, if you can lock that down, which brings in another subject, is like the technique of auditioning is way beyond, like, it's way more substantial than, than you know, it, it's, a, it's, it's way, first of all, it's way different than acting. You know, it's like a total different, different bag. Yeah. So, yeah. It's almost going back to what you're talking about, how it's almost an interview with them as it is an interview with you. You want to see if you want to work with them and they want to see if they want to work with you because they can be the best, you know, on, on paper, 
the, the people you want to work with, like this is everything. But what if you get there and they turn out to be assholes as well? And then you don't want right. to, you know, it's like, well, do I want to take this one gig? And that's, this goes back to, you know, gosh, months ago, I'm talking about this Harvey Weinstein thing. Like, oh, my gosh, like, well, he's he's going to get me this. He's going to get me this. But I have to deal with this. You know, and there's a, and it's not that extreme, but there are people out there, like you guys are saying, that, like, oh, you know, they're really great and they have really good work, but, you know, I may not be able to sit with these people for a day or 18 days or 30 days or 40 days, and even though it's a great thing on my paper, what is that going to do to me as a person? And you really got to right. think about these things. So it's like at auditions, yes, worry about you, but also see how they are. Ask them questions. Like, I know this, uh, the jobs that I've gone is when I've walked in, I ask them, like, about their script. I go, this is, you know, what you sent me is great. You know, what's your meaning behind this? What, 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 where are you going with this? What made you write this? What, what, you know, and see, kind of see where they are, too, uh, on their stuff and what they're doing. And sometimes you get to see how serious they are. Because, like, I know for me, I love to work with people that, that are really interested in what they want to do. It isn't just like, okay, we're just doing this because we want these people or da da da. We we're doing this because we want to speak out and we love what we do and da da da. da. And it's like, cool, these are my people, you know. And and it's how it's how someone speaks, is how you know who they are in a sense, you know. Like, oh, they're they're relaxed when they talk. They're chill when they talk. They're opening up to me. So that means, you know, if they're just opening up to me in you know two minutes. How, that means they're going to be pretty cool throughout the day, you know, and and it it goes hand in hand, and and that's exactly that. And like with auditions, I feel like people going back to what Paul was saying, people do get too stressed in in the way of like, yeah, just go in and be yourself, and and then you'll probably feel better when you walk out and not feel like you want to throw up. <laughs> yeah, no, that was a man. That was a hard lesson I learned via experience, and I hope everybody experiences that because. Uh, when when you try too hard, it's fucking terrible. And then back to like this actually like rotates back to like what Taymor was talking about. Is uh, I, I know for me like I've kind of coined this term for myself, but I think I told Laura about this. And it's it's this odd it's this odd avenue of talent when you get to a fuck it moment. And what I mean by that is like you get to a moment where you don't care what the fucking outcome is, and you don't yeah. care what's going to happen. And I tell you, I I almost everything that I booked more than half of them have been roles that I went in with just a mentality of like, ah, whatever happens, like, I don't, I don't care if I book it or not. And not, not in the point of like being lazy about my career, but in the point of like, I don't fit this role very well, but I'm going to do whatever I can. I'm just not going to stress on myself. And sure enough, like majority of the time uh, I book it when I come in with that like nonchalant attitude, like Tamor was with referencing is that when you come in with like this mellow, mellow attitude or like this not uh, a lot of times I see this on set or like in, in casting director rooms it drives me nuts when these people are sitting there antsy and overexcited and way too happy it makes me feel uncomfortable and I'm not even like casting the mm-hmm. person it, it just makes mm-hmm. me sit there like oh you haven't you haven't done this this long have you and it's not in a judgmental phase it's more like me sitting there going like oh like this is new for you that's cute and when you get to that like good fuck it moment where you just don't give a shit about the outcome. And that, that's when you are yourself, ironically, is when you don't care uh, because that's how you would react on a normal everyday basis. Like if this was your day job, your nine to five, 
you don't go into your day job nine to five, antsy, happy, excited. But if you're a seasoned veteran and you know what you're doing, yep. you go into it mellow, calm, and very with a fucking attitude because you don't care what the outcome is. There's so many more auditions. There's so many more roles coming through that it shouldn't yeah. be a pressure of anxiety. Yeah, yeah, it's really, you know, you can read green on somebody so quickly because Dear Lord. you can just tell they're pacing. And usually it's for co-star, co-star roles. Like, you know, and I, I go in for a bunch of co-star roles, but I also go in for guest stars. And you go into a guest star room and everybody's sitting there like I'm in the lotus position, like fucking ready to knock it out. And you're like, oh, shit. Like, these are pros, dude. This is, this is where it's like, this is the, now it's all uh. Because you know they're going to go into that room and kill it. Because some of them are like, I'm going into rooms with fucking Giovanni Rubisi's auditioning for the same role I'm going for. I'm like, oh, God. Like, what? Yeah. You know, like, because that's unfortunately where the, where the, the, the forecast of our, of, our, um, of our industry is. You know, there's not enough projects. Thank God for Netflix and Hulu and all these other, uh, these other things that are, are now doing their own productions. But you know, there's like few and far, there's less roles. Like, so people are coming back yeah. and taking the, the guest star roles. Exactly. Yeah, dear, dear Lord, I'm glad you mentioned that. Uh, because like, like I felt the same, like if I go into it, like a, a, a co-star audition, I'll go in and notice that there's a lot of green faces, a lot of people I haven't seen. And they, they're, you can tell just by the way they're sitting in the room that they're way too anxious. They're way too uh, amped up, way too excited but the alternative is I'll go to like a lot of recurring uh, roles. And when I'm in the mm-hmm. recurring roles, I, I am fucking intimidated sitting there because I'm sitting there with these people that have this, like that same mellow, don't give a fuck mentality. Like, like Bruce Lee walking into like a, a UFC cage is like just here. And that, that is like intimidating to me is seeing the guy sitting across from me, just not giving a shit, not glancing at the script. He is just sitting there calmly, peacefully, not in his phone just waiting for the second to walk in there. And it's so night and day different between those two things. And, and you're right. Like these, these recurring and the guest star roles were uh, competing with large names at the moment. And it's, it's such an inter- interesting aspect of this career to understand that like uh, how green we might be as opposed to these people. We're still fighting right. for those same things commercially too, like commercials, dude, uh, oh, you're, you're absolutely fighting the same roles for like fucking Alec Baldwin, George Clooney, yep. like that's a realistic thing now, just because of like how much media is out there. It's so insane, and now more than ever, based on that same subject, it's about showing that professionalism and not being so excited. Exactly, yeah. and it's one of those things that be true of that. Like the 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 so many roles, unquote, but not enough is because you know there's there's not a lot of features, big feature films being made anymore. So all of those big stars, big stars are taking these shows, the shows, you know, they're going on Netflix, they're going on Showtime, and they're taking over the roles that, um, you know, us up-and-coming actors would use to get those feature roles. And it it is sad because it's like, okay, we have to compete with these major celebrities now, but okay, so we just have to be like, whatever about it, because if we're not... Workout. Yeah. Now, now on the now on the flip of that, here's another really nasty part of this business, and it's the exact opposite of what we've just been talking about. Is now, it's all about social media followers. 
And you go in there and you nail the audition. You're perfect for the role. They love you. You've gone to a callback. You're going to screen test. It's like bing, bang, boom, boom, boom. You're meeting, you're like doing, you're, you know, like it's, I mean, it's just insane. You've got the role basically. And this other green guy comes in who has no idea what he's doing, but he's made two fucking videos on YouTube. That's got 10 million followers. And guess what? He gets cast. That, oh, shit, that's ha- that shit is happening sh- on the regular out here. Yeah, you, you know what? I for a new show, I I it went all the way through. I was in contact with everyone. I was on the verge of get, get, I was gonna sign inside the contract for the pilot, and they called me and they said there's this other person that they're so sorry, but they have such a big funk. You don't have. Any really any following that we have to with this other person. And I've worked my whole life, my whole fucking life for this. And that someone, that other person is just going to sweep it under my feet because they were funny and shoved a banana up their butt. Right. I mean, it's slowly but surely killing the industry. I mean, I'm not going to lie. You know, on on the alternative, though, uh, I feel like. Last year, there was such a huge push for social media all-stars. And I think this year, it's been so much slower on that aspect, only because, like, the breakdowns that, like, I've, I've seen my agents have submitted me to, uh, mm-hmm. the descriptions don't recall for or, or don't, don't describe needing social media all-stars anymore. And last year, mm-hmm. there was so, like, I want to say, like, 80% of the things I was, I was in, or, like, uh, auditioning for, rather, had a note at the bottom every time that was, like, uh, how many YouTube followers? and Instagram models only so many followers yeah. da, da, da. and yeah. you know I think it I honestly do yeah. think it's dying already I think it's already on its way out and I think I sincerely the industry so. ass- I, I, yeah I think that the industry assumed that these social media followers were going to get them reviewers and I just think it never correlated um, there were so yeah. many examples where it just didn't work out and yeah. uh I think it is on the wayside. Like, I don't think it's, I think it's slowly, maybe yeah. I'm in denial and I'm like, convince myself, no. but uh, I definitely think that. Well, I don't think you're, I don't think it's a denial thing. I think what's happening is those people are now, they're, they're realizing that they're just shitty when it comes to scripted material. So they're moving yeah. them into reality, to reality yeah. television because exactly. they don't care. They, they're not looking to, they're just looking to be stars. They're not looking to be like, hey, I'm an actor. I need to paint my character on my body. Like, this is my fucking life and my craft. Like, they, they, they don't give a shit about that. Yeah. They just want to, like, they just want to stardom. So, like, they're moving not into reality television, which hopefully, as you say, Colton, may, it may be falling by the wayside. Exactly. I hope so, man. I, hope, I haven't seen it as much. I've about people just they hire these exactly that they hire these with so many followers and then it crushes they crash and then you go on a show and then people at actors they're actors you know they're fake at everything they've done you know but you know at the same time that's us that's you know up to us and the friends we make in this industry that goes back but came on talking about with. Go and have those people that you need to go to them for that support, that support system to be able to make it. 
you know, to be able to make it easy to understand, okay, well, we have each other and we know that no matter what we are, we, we're doing this because this is what we love and we, we've, we've, you know, we're still training, we're still working, we're still working on our craft. And one day, like Colton said, this will go away and hopefully there'll be more out there for the people that are working out. Yeah. So it takes time and you continue to just, and that's why we, we do this because we love it. Because for me, it's not like I'm not expecting to get some stardom out of it. I just do it because I absolutely love it. And I end up working with people like Colton and I have worked on, I think, three features now together. And um, like we're three features, short- two short films, yeah. uh, four home videos. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a lot of really shitty tapes out there. Uh, I would appreciate if you guys didn't Google Google me. Uh, I have a I have a tab on Pornhub. I'm not really proud of. I would, uh, I hope you guys would thumb through that too. Pornhub plug. I I uh, yeah. Times times are desperate down here. It was really dry. I just took whatever I could. Uh, but uh, I ain't judging. No, I, I think. <laughs> I think on that same like social media aspect. Uh, I, I I do think another point to make though is never. Never undermine making your own project, but without the idea of trying to be a social media all-star. And uh, that's, like, something that, like, I think a lot of us have been trying to tap into is, like, writing your own stuff, doing our own thing, but uh, doing it without without the idea of, like, catering to an audience. Like, writing something you want to write just to write it or doing something you want to do just to do it. And making your own content is definitely something that's going to further you as a person, if anything. Like, not, not even, like, the idea of professionalism or getting yourself further with acting, but like as a person to like accomplish something that you've done on your own will further your yeah. confidence and further that same thing we're talking about coming into a room of having experience with anything. Exactly. Well, yeah, I totally agree. I mean, there's something to be said about passion projects, you know, it's like you, you, you a lot of times you like get yourself involved in a passion project or whatever, uh, to whatever extent, to whatever career, to whatever like medium, but like usually those are the best ones because they're the ones yeah. that meant the most. And I mean, I think there's something to be said about that, you know, like, you yeah. D- yeah. and, and that also gets into even further, furthering Colton's notion of, you know what, make your own shit. <laughs> that's what's happening down here. That's what's been happening forever. It's just like, when you can't work, you might as well create the work. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Exactly. Absolutely. And I think that's, well, uh, that's something to like really curb our, our craving because if uh, I'm sure Tamar is a lot like me and Laura, it, it comes to like this point where like, this is, this is your passion. So you want to do what you can when you can. And for those people that just sit around waiting for an opportunity, I feel really bad. Like if you, if you thoroughly have the same craving that we do and you're sitting there, I, like I, I will have like short depression spells. I'm like, Oh shit, I'm not doing anything. I generally feel bad for the people that don't attempt like, it's so shitty to feel that, like, you're in this career and you're on this path and you just neglect to go down this road further. Like, you've stopped at a hurdle and you just stay there yeah. because you feel like you're puttering. And, and it's so funny because sometimes those are the people that are really good. You know, like, I've met some yeah. people that are really good and they, and they give up. And I'm like, what? No, you were amazing. You know, it's like I see them at some, you know, short film festival and I'm like, this? man or woman like they're fucking phenomenal and they're like well 
no, I did, I did a few auditions here and there, and it didn't work out, so I'm just going to go back to school. And I'm like, but you are amazing, you know? And it's like, but you don't yeah. that those kind of can't convince. It's, it's, and it's, it sucks, but it's like those are the kind of people, though, it's like when I write something one day, I'm going to find that person. I'm going to be like, you need to come back because you were amazing. You know what I mean? But you know, Hey, kid, you want to be a star? Yeah, right. <laughs> um, hey, hey, guys, uh, I hate to be that, that guy, but we have five minutes left of the show, and then it's going to cut us oh, off. Shit. Um, this is, oh, like, shit. our I, least favorite part of the show. But I didn't get uh, to talk about my show? T.Y. Beanie Baby collection. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, we, but we do want everybody to plug what they're doing, what they're up to. So, uh, Tamor, first of all, um, Tell us what you've been up to lately and how people can reach you social media-wise. Um, well, I've been painting a lot. So right now, and ironically, I just got cast in a movie playing myself. And that's the very first time <laughs> that's ever happened. And probably the only time that'll ever happen. Um, Did you audition for your own biography? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's E! True Hollywood Story. No, hey man, I, I love this script. Uh, not, I'm so related to it. I love it. <laughs> I'm sorry. We got we got five minutes. I'll stop. Uh, no more. Business. No, my girlfriend did a dance video in my apartment, and a director called and said, "Oh, yeah, a friend of hers," and said, "Who's the artist?" And that apartment's sick. And da 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 da. So he ended up coming and looking at my art, wanted to use my art, and then he just liked me so much. He's like, "Hey, I'm gonna write you into the movie." So I shoot that next week. It's called IRL. Um, it's a feature. It'll probably, you know, it's going to be six months at least until it's ready. And then, um, obviously, uh, so that's what's going on for me right now. And you can find me on uh, social media, um, Tamor Gazi. Bingo, bango. Wow. All right. <laughs> that's pretty pretty easy. All right. How about you, Colton? Dope. Uh, I've got a few things working on at the moment. Uh, personally, right now, just uh, on the note of, like, making our own content, uh, trying to write my own web series, and it's just the passion of just trying to write it. It's a stoner comedy. Uh, I hope you didn't detect that I'm a stoner yet. Uh, I'm also I got casted in a film uh, called The Ride that uh, is also starring uh, Kate Del Castillo, who's like a really large soap opera star from Mexico. Uh, Danny Trejo's rumored to be in it. Uh, it's got like. It's it's going to be shot in Mexico for like four or five months, and I think I'm filming that early next year, so it's going to be a long while. Um, hey. Me and Laura in a film that uh, we're in two films that are about to come out actually. Uh, yeah. Ugly sweater party. Uh, we just got notification that there's a screening for it on the night. The private yeah. screening, but um, yeah. it's set to release this year. And then we have another hey. one that's another damn good one that I really hope a lot of you horror fans will check out. Uh, it's called Serena Waits. Yes. Um, that one's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, it's a very politically driven one. Um, very, very gory. Very, uh, it, the chemistry of the cast is so much fun. And that comes out, I believe, this year as well. Yeah, um, I think it's, I, wanna... I think it's, it might just go straight to Amazon Prime. I'm not sure. I don't know. He's no, talking yeah. to distributors right now, yeah. October? I we'll find out. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so other than that, if anybody else needs to uh, get in contact with me, uh, Instagram is Captain Cool, but the eyes are one. If you make fun of me because of that, I've had that since like middle school, 
and I take pride in that. So uh, keep your comments to yourself. <laughs> Uh, my Pornhub handle is is of the same name. If you want to look me up on porn, no, I'm kidding. I'm so kidding. Uh, don't look at my masturbating videos. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's that's uh, the gist of it for sure. I'm actually watching right. them right now. Oh yeah, they're. Uh, which one are you watching? Um, I'm watching one where you're using peanut butter. Oh yeah, that's uh, butt butt thick. I love that one. Not a kick. It's so good. It's so good. But you know what? Uh, my acting in that was incredible. I actually have that as a reel on my actor's access. Um, right. I don't get called in a lot for it, but it's cool. All right. Well, it's literally about to end on us. So thank you guys so much for calling in. It was a great show tonight. Yeah. Oh, thank well, you so much. Thank you for having me. Yeah, you guys thanks for having me. I'm going to be like, Same one. better get a friend request, dude. I'm going to be uh, sitting here waiting. Um, yeah, I, I, I'll hit you up. <laughs> For sure. He sounded, like, he sounded like the girl that you're trying to hit on while she's at work, and she's like, yeah, yeah, I'll totally, I'll, I'll, I'll thank you. <laughs> I, swear it was the, I swear it was the delay in the podcast. <laughs> All right, thank you guys so much. I hope you guys had a great time. All right, guys, I did. Thank you guys so much for having us.